Hey, all you intrepid architects out there. If you believe design can change the world, then you've found your humans here on this show, Architecting. My name is Angela Mazzi, and I'm an architect and career coach who's figured out how to live my passion while claiming a successful architecture career and lifestyle. This show is about the architect as a person and will help you bypass the status quo traps in our profession while teaching you how to make an impact in your career. We need to stand in our power as architects and use our skills to make great places. If you're with me, let's get architecting. bright lights and welcome to this episode of architecting i'm so glad to be with you here today and really be a supportive community for one another so make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast that you're also following architecting podcast on instagram or are part of our facebook group or linkedin group so that you can be part of the conversation, not just someone tuning into this podcast, but someone who can share insights, share thoughts, share stories, get advice, get support, get help from one another. And don't forget to subscribe to my newsletter. If you go to architectingpodcast.com, you can sign up there and you can also get access to three free resources that I have for you to help you get more clarity and more insight so that you can live your best architecture lifestyle. Speaking of living our best lifestyle, something that I think is so important to talk about, especially in today's cultural climate and workforce climate, is shifting out of a victim mentality. Now, our culture very much supports the idea that things happen to us, that we must react and do our best, we must have expectations calibrated to quote-unquote cultural norms that we cannot ever really speak out or show up because the minute you do, you could be a lightning rod. And what's toxic about that victim mentality is that it really disempowers us. It takes us out of being in that place of knowing and clarity and purpose and starts to shift us to an externally motivated way of living. And when we live in an externally motivated way, we determine our actions not based on what's truly for the greater good or best for us, but based on what is going to let us survive in the universe in which we're operating. I don't know if you've watched the morning show on Apple TV. I've watched both seasons, and I think the biggest takeaway for me watching this show is that these people are all miserable. They live this cutthroat lifestyle and their actions are externally motivated, which is why they do things that aren't in their best interest because they're afraid of losing what they have. They tolerate 
a sexual predator because they're afraid of losing what they have because he's the star of the show. They tolerate unfair treatment, being passed over for promotions because they're afraid of losing what they have. And they can therefore be manipulated. And if you watch the show, every single character is manipulating every other character because they're all externally motivated. If you kind of extrapolate that to your own life, how many times do you act out of fear and a scarcity-based way of thinking that says, you are lucky to have what you have, so don't rock the boat. The great resignation that we're all in the midst of is really a revolution, not so much to say that people don't want to work, but they're, they're tired of working in a way that is all about external motivation, about checking boxes on someone else's list, instead of doing work that they find purposeful and inspiring. Because we're all here for a reason. We all have unique gifts and talents. And when we feel like we're using those, when we feel like we're making the world a better place because of what we bring, we feel good about ourselves. We feel energetic. We feel lit up and inspired. And that energy magnetizes opportunities to us and lets us have more and more influence and impact which lets more and more people see that they can do what we're doing. And it sets off this beautiful chain reaction of moving towards a better world. On the other hand, when we're motivated by fear and lack and we're resentful, when we have a lot of expectations that are coming from what other people do or do not do to or for us, we close off the energy. We become fearful. We become less willing to be creative because creativity involves embracing the unknown, being willing to fail. Because by very definition, for something to truly be creative means we don't know if it's going to work. When was the last time you allowed yourself to feel comfortable with knowing something wouldn't work? This victim mentality is really based on past hurts, whether they're core wounds from early childhood, limiting beliefs about what we think is possible for ourselves, bad experiences. Those get triggered and we feel like other people are preventing us from living the life we want. Rather than ruminating in the hurt, the pain, the anger, the resentment, let's shift to witness mentality. Witness mentality means we are in the present moment, not the past, reliving our story, not the future where we are creating scenarios based on the past, but the present where all possibility exists. In that witness mentality, we're in a curious state. We're wondering about things. We're able to make connections. And most importantly, we are deciding how we want to feel. And when you are in that state, 
you can no longer be a victim because you realize that no matter what your situation is, you can make a different choice. On the other hand, when you're a victim, you are in state of judgment. And when you experience something you don't like, you just go into a negative spiral. And when you do that, you mirror what you don't want and you create more awareness in your brain to keep looking for that because that's what you're telling it to focus on. On the other hand, when you're focused on what you do want, doesn't mean you're not going to experience problems or setbacks, but you're not going to dwell on them. You're going to keep saying, what can I learn? How can I? What's possible? If you look back, at the times when something didn't go well and you reacted by hiding or cowering or just trying to push through it, you can see where you lost opportunities for growth. When you other the people around you, you're demonizing them. You're taking your responsibility out of the equation and assuming in a way that isn't fair to that person or what their true motivations might be. When you can perceive a negative experience as a teacher, you can grow, you can see humor, you can see how it's helping to shape you towards your ultimate destiny. Be ready to learn. Be ready to be curious. Be ready to fail and not see failure as a tailspin, but instead an opportunity to learn. The most successful people do not take rejection or failure or negative experience and let it bring them down. Instead, they recalibrate based on what they can learn from that particular experience and they keep on going, they keep on trying. Imagine if you were handing out flyers in a busy town square. How many people would say, no thank you? How many people might even make a sarcastic remark versus how many people would take the flyers? So you would just keep going. If someone didn't want a flyer, that's okay because the next person would. And over time, you'd find that you had handed out all of the flyers. Well, think about this in terms of your life. Your talent, your opportunity needs to constantly be offered out there. Are people not going to accept it? Absolutely. Of course they're not going to accept it, but some people will. If you make a bold statement, are you going to offend some people? Of course, that this would even be a surprise is the shocker here, right? Of course. But are other people going to say, hell yeah, thank you for that perspective? Yes, they are. And I think as we move into a culture where we are more diverse, we are more aware, we want to be sensitive and accepting and inclusive, and those are all good things. But it can't happen at the expense of you being you and you being bold and you being authentic. 
we should not become oversensitized to needing acceptance and approval because something that pleases everyone really in the end pleases no one. It's so bland and so dumbed down that it's not meaningful. So of course it can't offend anyone. On the other hand, if you want to be an advocate for change, if you want to make a difference, you have to be bold, you have to be outspoken, and you also have to take with that the fact that you're going to encounter naysayers and they don't matter. You get to keep going because for everyone who's not the right person to receive your message, your work style, your designs, there are people who will. Now, I'm not saying to be offensively in your face to anyone. What I'm advocating here is that you take a stand for what you believe and you stop being taken out of the game by criticism because criticism is one person's opinion. And for every person where your message or your methods don't land, there are people who it will land with. And more importantly, the people that it lands with are the people who need to hear the message, who need to work with you, who need the transformation you can offer. So if you try to appeal to everyone and the minute you get any criticism, you go into victim mode and you shut down and you stop shining bright, what happens is no one benefits from your talents or your gifts. I like to say the brightest lights cast the darkest shadows. There's much more contrast in your life when you shine bright. So you're going to have more good, but you're also going to encounter more negativity, more criticism because you're showing up and people are going to react to you. They're going to see you as a mirror to themselves. And so to whatever degree that they're triggered by your success, they may lash out, but that's okay. That's okay. It's not a reason to stop. It's not a reason to apologize. It's not a reason to think that you don't have the right to be out there as the advocate that you need to be the change maker that you know you are. And that is what I love about you in this audience. You found this show specifically because you know, you feel it in you, this restlessness to make a difference, to really be lit up by the work that you do. And you're feeling a dissonance. There is a disconnect between what you're able to do and what you want to do and you know there's a better way. You've seen it. You've had those moments of success, yet it's not consistent for you yet. And that's what you're looking for. How do I consistently work at my highest level? How do I consistently do things that use my creative potential and are impactful? How do I make that deeper connection so that other people can benefit? Because if we were doing this just for the power and the glory, it would be hollow and empty. We want to be our best selves because it's part of how we make a better world for everyone. 
stay strong, get engaged in this community, and let's help one another make a difference. Let's encourage one another through setbacks or disappointments. And above all, let's help one another stay in that witness mentality even when it feels so tempting to be the victim and to be resentful and to be angry and to blame. Instead, let's focus on radical self-responsibility. Let's focus on curiosity mindset. And let's focus on knowing and confidence that can take criticism and not be taken out by it. Please Get engaged. I love hearing from you on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, or if you want to send me an email, it's Angela at architectingpodcast.com. We've got some exciting year-end stuff planned. I know it is already December. One more month to go before the end of the year, which means one more month of opportunities for you to take to be a better you. So stay tuned. I've got some exciting announcements coming up next week and have a great day. Tell yourself in this moment, how can I be empowered and then take the action that goes along with it? I love you all. Take care. Bye. Thanks for being part of this episode of Architecting. If you enjoyed the show, join our community on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn to keep up with what's in the show pipeline, including a behind-the-scenes look at my architecture lifestyle. Feel free to share your content ideas. Love to hear your feedback. You can also visit architectingpodcast.com to download free career content and learn about my classes, book, and coaching programs. Until next time, stay inspired. (laughs) 